I'm Alexandra Kreis and you're listening to Outer Travel in a Journey. In my own search for self-understanding, I have met people from all walks of life. I bring to you a taste of these encounters. Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Outer Travel in a Journey. And today I'm sitting down with uh, the very beautiful Annika Lindberg. Hello. Hello there. Hey, um, I have invited Annika to speak a little bit about her book she published in Swedish, which talks about her struggles on the path of yoga. And because um, I think she is worthwhile listening to because she is one of the people who doesn't shy away from telling the truth of how it is so i always love people to get a bit more insight in this beautiful travel that we all engage with it may be first an engaged in outer and then an inner so annika you have retired so mm. this is like a big thing right yes it is kind of yeah and how are you doing with this retirement how how are you living your life right now what's come up for you well i live kind of a quiet life uh, we live on the countryside uh, and um, i'm happy with just not having so much from the outer world uh, yeah. i get up in the morning i do my yoga i have a coffee uh, go out in the forest or in the garden, see my family, my children and grandchildren. And uh, I'm happy with that. I don't need all the other thought, things that I thought I needed before. Yeah, it's um, funny how you say that. Do you think um, about, I think that's where we all wanna arrive at if we have, like if we are on a quest, I think we are always looking on, into what is it that fuels our life you know and what's the the key thing that you've taken out of that choice of giving up work because we also ultimately have the choice to work until we die right what yeah. have you taken from from it and what has fueled your decision to do that um for a couple of years i worked very hard I worked full-time at the university with marketing and the communication. And uh, in the evenings I had my yoga studio, a small one. Uh, but uh, for five years I worked a couple of evenings and then the full days. So I was, I was really exhausted. And I didn't quite understand that until I really felt like I had to give this up. Oh. Uh, so, um, just letting go of things uh, has been the key for me. Letting yeah. go of that studio, letting go of my job, letting go of all the colleagues. I mean, I can meet people if I want to. It, it's not that I have to go to a, a place for that uh, job, I mean. Yeah, when I hear you saying that I so, you know, like from my head, I agree. And inside I can feel like I'm getting a little bit freaked, you know, letting go of all of that. Um, I'm sure you have a bit of help, of course, from the health system. I mean, you are kind of retired, so you get some sort of pension. Yes. 
but it's it sounds scary to let go of everything that defines us that's what scares me you know it's because i always say to my husband well, i want to work until i'm dead you know like this is like how i imagine my life being engaged in life so can you tell talk a little bit more about how it feels like and what's what are the bits that were dif difficult for you maybe or easy yeah it was difficult uh, from the start to just think of it letting go of everything that kept me busy yeah but then i felt like keeping me busy from what uh, I don't have to do things to exist or I don't have to perform or I don't have to um, to do something to get people's liking. Uh, I am enough <laughs> if you yeah. if, not to 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 be better or anything like anybody else or just like it's enough to just be a good person. That's where I ended up. Uh, so I closed my company, I took away all the information on Facebook, all my different jobs I had, all my different educations and everything, because I felt like that's not going to define me. I want to be a kind person and that has to be enough. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So how are you playing out your kindness? How is that showing up now in your life? That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, when I was young, I was so uh, into uh, all the difficulties in the world and it got me almost depressed when I was a teenager uh, until I felt like, well, I can think globally, but I have to act local. Yeah. I have to act where I am. I am not in South Africa. I am here. Mm. So um, uh, a couple of months ago, we had a neighbor out for coffee. He's an old man. He's almost 80 years old. Yeah. Uh, and then he told us that he had been so depressed that he tried to hang himself. Wow. Yeah. And we were just like, what's, what's happening? And yeah. I felt like this is my neighbor. And I didn't know that he didn't feel good. I mean, mm. he's not my best friend, but he's a person. So we decided we have to meet him now and then. And now we go over and, and ask him if he needs something, if he wants us. And now during this time, uh, if he wants some shopping and so. And it, uh, it turned out that we're not the only ones. Uh, so if we care about each other, like yeah. here in our small uh, city and uh, in our family, I think we're doing a good job. We don't mm. have to be so big. We don't have to be do so, so big things. Uh, all the things I thought of when I was young. Mm. And do you think that's possible for anybody? Like I, I do have a variety of people listening to this podcast, I believe, you know, like from different age groups. Mm. And do you think you could have done that before and now? I mean, before you reached a certain age where we're talking about retirement in like, you know, our world in Europe or within Europe. And yeah, I think uh, some things come uh, with age. Uh, you don't have to be have so much wisdom. I mean, there are stupid people also that are old. <laughs> Uh, you have to work on it all the time. But I felt uh, like different stages when I turned 50 and when I turned 60, things really started to change inside me. Yeah. And um, it was more like peace. Yeah. Inside. Uh, and maybe it's, it's uh, all the practice, maybe it's all the, uh, that's coming to, uh, to bear fruit now, or uh, mm. it's a 
generation, I don't know. But uh, I think when you're 20, you can't think like this. You have too much energy, you have a, a, a different, uh, I mean, life is so different when you're young and it should be. <laughs> so Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I believe in as well, that we walk through, like, you know, in Ayurveda, they kind of talk about the three stages of a woman, you know, like, and how the elements become stronger in her in different phases of her life. And that's also what I'm always thinking about. We do have also a purpose to fulfill, you know, like there is something that we need to contribute and it cannot be that we all sit and be just good people and do no work. You know? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. And maybe, maybe I am privileged uh, to live in this country and that I can retire at 65 but uh, uh, I don't know my husband has a creative work he's a photographer and maybe he never stops work uh, yeah. I didn't work with that for money uh, I mean mm. uh, do a lot of other things uh, that didn't give any money so maybe it's different in that way I don't know uh, I, I, I do find that the most interesting thing that there is no, there is generally a frame to our lives that we share on this planet, but not everybody has the same route or never, not everybody has to go through the same moves, but it's interesting to, to give permission to say like, you know, I'm ready to let go. Or it's interesting to say like, I feel so inspired and I want to keep people being inspired through my artwork or through my photography so um yeah i totally get what you're saying that is more uh, a thing that came into your life and that's why we're sitting here because you also what came into your life was that you felt you wanted to write a book can you talk a little bit about that project um that has where it started off for example where how did you yeah. come to that idea yes <laughs> Uh, I started a blog uh, that said uh, in Swedish that where I started to write about my yoga journey and um, I started I didn't start the blog when I when I started the yoga but I, I had to start the blog when I felt so alone yeah. uh, in my practice yeah. and um, I felt like all my best yoga friends were abroad uh, they were not here and uh, my teachers doesn't live in my country so uh, i felt like i needed some kind of a connection with the other souls so i started it and i wrote it for uh, almost every day for 10 years and then i felt like this is enough i'm done here <laughs> uh, but uh, it was a, a very good time because i got a lot of friends virtually in different countries, a uh, couple of friends in Finland, and uh, it felt really nice to share our thoughts about the struggle because I was so surprised over the struggle for me. It felt like if I look into a paper about yoga or uh, not the not the deep yoga books uh, about uh, asanas and theory and uh, uh, all that history, but uh, it was all glamour. It was yeah. like yeah you should be very thin you should be very flexible you should mm. be very blonde uh, <laughs> which you, know, you were at the time but <laughs> <laughs> very very white yeah uh, yeah it was just one one small piece of humans that were showing off 
and I didn't, uh, I couldn't uh, recognize anything for myself in that. So um, the the blog had uh, a Swedish name, Enaning om Yoga, and it's difficult to translate it to English, but it says like a, a sense of yoga, mm -hmm. uh, because I felt like this is a big ocean, and I have just dived in somewhere, and uh, I have to to swim further, and. Um, some of my readers just uh, encouraged me to write a book. Oh. So that's where it came from. Uh, mm -hmm. And I always like to write. Yeah. So, uh, I ended up writing the book and uh, publishing it myself and selling it and uh, got a lot of uh, PR, can you say? Yeah. And, uh, I was in the radio and um, interviewing, people were interviewing on different places. Yeah. And, um, I got a lot of nice feedback from my readers. Yeah. And the book, it's all about uh, me trying to bow my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you tell uh, your favorite part of the book or like, you know, or what has resonated? If you don't have a favorite part, if somebody said or if people come back to you about maybe you can share a tiny story, at least for... So we get a sense of what you're writing about. Yeah, it was like kind of my everyday life uh, to get up in the morning and get myself on my mat. And it hasn't always been natural for me to do that. Uh, I remember once I was lying in my bed for one hour mm. trying to talk myself out on the floor until mm. I finally did it. Yeah. And uh, I realized more and more that my center is uh, in my lower belly. Mm. Uh, that's where I, I uh, have my breathing from. But uh, once we were all out uh, in the car, my husband and I, we had been visiting some friends and it was getting dark. And uh, he suddenly, it, it jumped out an, an animal on the road. And I got so afraid but I didn't get afraid up here as I usually was. It was more like the feeling was in my lower, lower belly yeah. and it was like spreading out like a net. And I felt like, wow, I'm really in my center. And yeah. I never felt that before. And it was like those small situations in, in every person's life that showed me that uh, I'm into something else now. And it takes time. And my, my teacher always says, you have to be persistent and you have to trust the process. Mm. And that's what I really learned. Mm, the more yeah. I trust the things I do and um, the more I get what I need. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I get goosebumps listening to that story <laughs> myself. It's, it's exactly when we're trying to think ourselves out of bed, it certainly doesn't come from our belly or our body who wants to finally stretch and do something. And I think sometimes our mind gets just entangled in what we have to do. Did you come across that? Like the, that you had to rid yourself from always having to do something that you're, you might not be ready to do or has that not crept up in your experience? Oh, well, you know, I did a lot of things I shouldn't have done in, in my first years of yoga. Um, mm. And I think uh, I got a lot of injuries after that. Mm. I had had five slip discs in my spine. Uh, so um, that really 
uh, forced me to slow down. Hmm. Because uh, when I started, and I mean, I was 45 when I started with yoga. I wasn't just so young. Mm. And, uh, and still I was competing with myself yeah. and trying to, to do better and more and better and more. And ended up with long sessions in the morning, like 40 minutes, and I was sweating. And uh, mm. it wasn't serving me anything. Mm. So... Um, when I got uh, those uh, injuries in my uh, the two slip discs uh, in the end of my spine at my sacrum, yeah. they they I got them during the night before I got fifty. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so I just woke up screaming, and yeah. I could uh, and my leg uh, I couldn't walk with my right leg. So yeah. That, 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 that was a sign, right? I mean, that's like an omen. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a big sign. It was like punch in the face. Yes. Now you have to stop. Well, yes. so, uh, yeah, and I had to almost undo a lot of things I had done because, uh, uh, yeah, it didn't serve me. And now I do uh, a small practice in the morning and I'm very happy with that. And I got some... Uh, asanas from my teacher and I do them and I, I never think about doing anything else I just do what I have got yeah and yeah. but you know I'm very stubborn so it took me a long time to really you know turn to, into that yeah turn into that and uh you said something super <laughs> beautiful Annika um you said also something beautiful. It slipped a little bit by, but it kind of hit me in a way that I heard it recently through a tantric teacher who I follow, Daniel Odier. And it's that, it's that undoing, you know, you were saying you had to undo the injury. And I feel like the whole life is like undoing, you know, it's like the yoga practice or whatever we are seeking is this undoing. And sometimes we have to be punched in the face for this for yes. us to arrive there i think anybody i talk to who's really stepped onto the path of doing a yoga practice or stepped this stepped onto a path of discovering this connection we have with the universe um has come through something really severe because we all need a punch in the face after all all the conditioning we run through right <laughs> that's true yeah how do you see that i know that you um have um say like you have your your grandmother right so do you do you notice this kind of behavior in your grandkids that what? sort of like that it, mm, that they're trying to undo things they are being taught or are they more trying to do things that they they are being taught no i think they just follow their own mind as long as they can and and the 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 smallest one and the youngest one he is two and a half years oh wow and i mean i learned so much from him and it sounds like a real cliche but yeah. i do uh, i can see everything in him that he's always in the moment yeah always in the present moment and uh, that's really difficult for us i think uh, at least it's been for me uh, I've been in the past or I've been in the future, but it's been difficult to be here now, 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 now. But he is. And he's he's so funny and he's so much joy and he's he's pure love. Mm. So 
Uh, and the funny thing is he's doing a lot of yoga postures yeah. all the time. And I mean, I think we're born like that and then we forget it somewhere. And then we have to, to get ourselves back to the source, to the, to the natural state. Exactly. And, um, and some of us, I mean, you're, you're really lucky that you found somebody who can be a little bit like your guiding light. And we mm. talked about this in the preliminary to this podcast that there is, um, there is this ultimate question, do we need a guide or do we not need a guide? And who can be our guide if we don't find a guide, right? So you were saying, apart from your teacher, um, you, you practice shadow yoga. So your teacher is um, Vanda Remite, yeah? And uh, Emma Balneves. So... Be, besides those you find inspiration in life and through other circumstances like your grandchildren for example yeah yes yes yeah. and and my mother was my grandmother was a really uh, good teacher for me also uh, when I think of her now it's uh, it's always like I've been, I was so lucky I had her until I was almost 30 and uh, she helped me in many many ways and I can see that now also. So I think we get guides or teachers or whatever we want to call them in yeah. life uh, if we, we have our open mind and, and see them. And it could be a teacher in school and it could be uh, somebody in your family and it could be a really good friend. Yeah. Uh, but I also think in the topic of yoga that is so big and so huge and have so many levels that to not get lost, I think you need a teacher. I think, yes. but it doesn't mean that somebody tells you what to do, but maybe somebody gives you advice of what uh, you might look into or what you should, uh, what the next step is or uh, so. And for me, personal, I get, I have got so much help from my teachers, uh, just uh, healing my body. Yeah. with different asanas i mean that keep that needs deep knowledge of what to do and not to do yeah so um and, but also as we talked before we have a we all have an inner guide we all have our soul and if we can listen to that little voice inside uh when we need an outer teacher i think it, they will come in our way yeah exactly um i totally agree with that mm, that the teachers and that which we call gurus you know if we want to call it or methods are simply there to hear that voice and so often we don't hear it as your example of like doing doing a lot of things with your body shows you know that you weren't capable of doing and rather than injuring and i'm sure there were moments in your practice where you were like no don't do this you know <laughs> and, and, you, and you thought like but i need to be you know <laughs> oh yes yeah yeah yeah. We, yeah i think we all do that and um instead of doing uh, instead of always forcing us there should be the the time and the space to calm down i think that's what yoga taught me you know like if anything i'm a very quick-minded person you know like my my thoughts they fly and they fly very quickly this is kind of like a description of vata as well you know like <laughs> they can be everywhere it's a it's a blessing as much as it is a curse and and when it becomes a curse is when we 
when we follow the thoughts too much, or oh, that's what I felt, you know, and then uh, I couldn't hear my inner voice and the, you were telling me your grandmother helped you a lot. And I, I had an inner guide always. I feel like when we're talking about this now, mm -hmm. I felt I had an inner guide that told me not to take painkillers and not to take, you know, like even my whole body was my inner guide at points, you know, when I felt sick and I needed to take things, there were things I was struggling to take. And um, it was my body wanting to tell me, I feel, you know, you can do differently. You can reach for this, you know, feeling better in a different way. Now, mind you, I'm not saying, you know, you shouldn't go to a doctor. What, what I'm saying, the things mm -hmm. I struggled with, for example, my period pain, I, I've dissolved in completely different manner now when I aged, finding all the tools to dissolve the pain instead of just being in this constant mending and fitting in you know mode where you can't work when you have period pains or other things so yeah mm. sorry i <laughs> sorry i elaborated a little bit on that but i'm sure you can relate right oh yes i can mm. okay so is there one thing you want to um maybe advise or give our li listeners you know um in order what what helped you or what you would kind of be careful um careful with when you seek out you know your inner voice or you know writing a blog or you we talked about different things but is there something that you feel you want to pass on right now to my listeners our listeners yes um during this time uh the pandemic it's uh it's a storm of online courses of yoga. And if you haven't done it before, don't do it now. Because if you try to do something new and you watch your screen and nobody's watching you, uh, they don't know if you, you don't know if you're doing the right thing because you think you do, uh, of course. But usually we don't when we start with something that is uh, kind of difficult to dive into. So I think uh, during this time, be out in the, in the nature, uh, keep your distance, of course, but uh, just, just be in nature and uh, embrace life for what it is now. And if you want to start yoga, do that with a teacher, not a style, do that with a teacher that you trust, mm. uh, that feels good to you. That, that's my only advice for any, anything, actually, uh, because uh, it, it's not something easy. It's no. tough. Yeah. <laughs> and I would kind of like to add, of course, I mean, if you are a body aware person, because I also came across in my teaching a lot of people that have an affinity and pick up, you know, things from from the screen, but it's not the same, you know, it's not the same than being in a room with people and being seen truly because we can't see like 25 pictures on, on a small zoom screen, you know, like no matter how big the screen is, you can't see the people. That's true from a teaching perspective. Yeah. And mm. thank you for so much for highlighting that rather seek out what you can already do. I would like to add in a positive. Yeah. In a, yeah and, you mm. know, kind of make the connections you have and trust that what you're doing is the right thing to do, you know, mm. and that it, it'll help you. Okay. So thank you, Annika, for making time, talking a little bit about your book and your life. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for having me.
Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And thank you, dear listener, for stepping in and listening into this podcast. And I hope to see you in my next episode. <laughs>